Hey everybody, welcome to Blasting Off Again, I'm Tom. I'm Will. And today we're looking at episode 53, Princess vs. Princess. Uh, because it's an odd-numbered episode, Will gets to go first on the 30-second recaps. I'll count you in. In mm-hmm. three, two, one. Uh, so there's this big princess festival, um, which is all about women and empowerment and all of this kind of stuff. So uh, there's tons of sales going on. And the gang get excited, and then there's a big tournament to find the queen of the Princess Festival. Um, Misty and Jessie both enter. Jessie catches a licky tongue uh, in this episode, which we thought was in the last episode, and we don't see it, but we do see it. Um, and then they battle each other uh, to try and win a doll set. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'll see if I can fill in some gaps. Three, two, one. Yeah, so Ash and friends end up in Ohino City to uh, take part in the Princess Festival. Um, Misty and Jesse fight over some fabric and then decide to settle their differences in a princess tournament to decide which one of them is the best. They both borrow Pokemon from uh, their teammates. Misty ends up winning and sending her dolls back to her sisters out of spite. And uh, Jesse catches a Lickitung that is good and fun and licks things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how much do you love all of the Lickitung in this episode? Yeah, uh, there's a lot of physical comedy. Yeah, I really like it. It's perfect. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of slapstick. Yeah, a really big fan of slapstick. And there's a lot of like that Family Guy esque. Mm. Like I don't, I don't, There's no way to really describe it apart from that. It's that instantaneous like random cartoon slapstick oh sure you know what i mean like yeah the 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 bit where the tongue appears in pikachu's face right kills me right it's so good yeah Um, fair enough i think yeah the slapstick stuff Mm. of licky tongue is great i think it's really fun um do you like licky tongue as a as a mon i do I do. We can we can get into like a tongue a little more specifically in a bit. Oh yeah, um, because we're gonna make him. Yeah, spoilers, <laughs> spoilers. But we decided for whatever reason the English dub made Butterfree the Who's That Pokemon for this one. And Butterfree is not any of the trainers Pokemon or any of the non-trainers Pokemon in this episode. There was not a Butterfree in yeah. the entire thing. It might have been one of the dolls, but I'm not even confident in that to no, be honest. I don't uh, think so. Yeah. <laughs> so um, fuck that. We're gonna talk about Lickitung. Um. <laughs> But first, yeah, let's talk about the, like, um, <laughs> what do you think of the, like, princess festival thing? Cause I think I, it's kind of cool. I think it's cool. I I always, like, bristle a little bit at these, like, aggressively gendered things. Yeah. But, like, I do think that anything that, like, gives an excuse to celebrate people who otherwise aren't always celebrated is nice you know like i i think that the reality especially in the 90s is that like having a day to you know let the women be in charge is nice you know it's it it, it's a nod to like you have it rough sometimes Mm -hmm. because of your your sex and like we want to make it up to you uh (laughs) i i don't know i want but mm, so I'll come in the other side of this. Yeah, I mean, you have to give us your men's like, rights activist crap, right? Well, <laughs> not even that. Not even that. It's from the side of... Um, so, if you have... Say, for instance, there's Black History Month. Oh, boy. Right? So, why is that they're not a Jewish History Month or a Latino History Month mm. or a White History Month? Because 
why does Black History have to be confined to one month? Right. That's my point. Well, no, so, yeah, absolutely. Um, what I think it does with all of this is it makes a, a much more confined area for people to go, oh, no, no, it's fine. We've got a day for you. Right. Like, we've got the Princess Festival. That's yeah. fine. You, you get to bust us around on that day. Right. Um, and I think that that's what everybody misses the point with mm. my kind of problems with these are right. is it's not me saying like no there shouldn't be like this thing i in the, there should be equality for everything yeah so i think if there is a woman's day then there should be a man's day and there right. is right yeah and that if there's a women's festival there should be a man's festival right um and that but that's not saying like oh there should be one because this exists it's right. like saying no if you're gonna do one then you do the other yeah um it's it's i i find it like I find it frustrating that like it's even necessary to begin with because I think that gender is such a construct mm. and we should just obliterate it. Mm. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's with, with things like this, like I think especially in the nineties, like, cause I think that now if people tried to like start doing something like this now, there would be like outcry about that kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Of like, well, like, what's the point? You know, we, we want to make them equal. Let's, you know, make them equal by ignoring everyone the mm-hmm. same amount. And, like, in the 90s, I think that, you know, there wasn't conversation about equality, right? So it was a lot more, like, let's recognize, like, you know, that women should be celebrated sometimes, you yeah. know? And, like, I don't know. I, I, my, my thing with this one, I think, is... uh like just specifically the like you get to boss us around today thing mm-hmm. is something that I find troubling no matter who the person is that gets to it boss gets you around, around that day. Yeah. Because it, that that's saying the rest of the time the men can boss the women around, which is wrong. And also it's ignoring the fact that there are men in relationships that are abusive in sure. terms of like they get you know, shit on right. by the woman right. uh, the entire time, which... Yeah. Well, and it also, it also, you know, it, it ignores the fact that there are, you know, queer people yes. who exist, right? Yeah. <laughs> Both in terms of, like, I don't know what they would do for this kind of festival if somebody trans or somebody non-binary wanted to participate. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they'd address that. I don't know what they would do, you know, if you're in a same-sex relationship who Mm -hmm. bosses who around on that day right yeah like there are there are so many sort of things about that that are like ah this is weird Mm -hmm. what do we do with this um so as an excuse to dress up like princesses and have nice dolls and things (laughs) i'm all for it yeah i I think (laughs) it's more the power dynamic that i find troubling yeah and that's where james Mm. comes into this as that character mm. seeing it from that perspective is really interesting um where they don't outright say that he's queer or whatever but he is right yeah, i think you know, so yeah, it, yeah. It's, we can probably assume that yeah um and then he is kind of uncomfortable with it and he mm. says i hate princess day right whereas we in our patreon exclusive bonus content and you mm. can get for as little as a dollar a month that's our one per episode um we were saying like James should really be down for this. Like, right. it's weird that him as a character is not enjoying this because it's something that 
we could see him yeah immediately like going oh wow this is amazing i get to try like buy so many new outfits right. i can you know well, and there's a level of campiness to it yeah. and some performative stuff that he's generally into but i think that what you were saying before is making me think now james is kind of whipped in this mm-hmm. in this working relationship right like they're not romantically involved but he he is definitely kind of always getting bossed around by mm-hmm. Jesse at least a little. Uh, that's exactly what it says at the beginning of the episode. It's right. just like, what difference does that make? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's one of those things where, like, again, it's the whole, you know, power dynamics thing, right? Mm-hmm. Anything that enforces power dynamics is gross to me. Um, but I understand, you know, the, the time that this was made it being a reversal of most of the power dynamics, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, there are exceptions. Obviously, you know, there there have always and will always be exceptions, but the general power dynamic goes the opposite direction of this. Mm-hmm. So having some a day where you're intentional about flipping it makes sense to me. I just think power dynamics are gross. <laughs> so even if it makes sense to me, I don't like it. What I appreciate is that they flipped the... So this is from a, a may, men portrayed in media perspective. Sure. I like that they flipped the power dynamic, but mm. then didn't play that off for comedy. Yeah, that's true. Because that is often, um, like, there's a big problem with, like, I hate to use the phrase, but, like, reverse rape, where it's, like, mm. women raping men. Uh, it's often played for comedy, and mm. it's, like, that is such a sick... Uh, like thing that we've got into right. and have not addressed as mm. a society that like rape to anybody by anybody mm-hmm. is horrific yeah uh, so rape to a man by a man or a woman uh, a man by a woman mm. is equally as repugnant and horrifying absolutely and i think that we else. have as a society addressed that but I, I know what you mean that it was used <laughs> as a joke for a long time. As, think, as recently as like Horrible Bosses and mm. uh, oh, there's another movie like quite recently that, that huh. does the same thing. Like prison rape all the time gets right. a joke. Fuck, In Spongebob, there is a prison rape joke. Right. Where like he drops the soap and then he goes, oh, Gary, better not drop this. You know? Right. It's <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I think that it's frustrating because I think that we as a society are getting better about calling that kind of thing out, but we don't hold stupid comedies up to those standards yet, mm-hmm. and we should, you know? Because it's easy, it's it's too easy to make those jokes. Mm-hmm. And they're not good jokes. And your comedy will be better if you don't make them. But but we still let them slide too often, mm-hmm. you know? Like we don't we don't stop watching dumb movies because something like that happens. We yeah. just go like, uh oh, that joke didn't work and we keep moving. Instead of going like, Hey, can we stop, you know, giving money to people who make these kinds of jokes in their yeah. movies? But the the other thing is do you think that the reason why that doesn't get brought up is because the conversation always gets shut down because it's uh oh it's just men's rights activist no i think that the the conversation gets shut down because people complain about pc culture (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) 
I think that could, but that that's a different type of of uh, person. I think. Sure. I think there's the so there's the extremes on all end, mm. which they all mirror each other very very closely, mm. and they just aren't smart enough to see it. Right. Um, and <laughs> because there's the extreme left who are saying, "Oh, it's you know we want to limit free speech," and then there's the far right who are like oh we want to limit like them saying these things or them calling themselves these things and it's like okay so you literally are saying the same point Mm. just from different ways um and that's the thing is like there's people that are so far to the left that they don't realize that actually what they're saying is nazi ideology (laughs) while calling somebody else a nazi sure and like (sighs) Yeah, it, it's it's baffling to me. Like there was this um, there was this video released uh, a couple of weeks ago, where as a black student who is saying like there's too many white people in this particular part of the campus, mm. and that, like they're free to go anywhere else in the campus they like, but this is not an area for them. And it's like never in my life. Living in South Africa, mm. <laughs> never in my life would I think I would hear a black student asking for racial segregation. <laughs> yeah. Because that doesn't end well for anybody. Right. And yeah. I, it's really quite sickening because coming from a country where that was the law, it's not something to be played with. Yeah. And I from what whoever's perspective it is mm-hmm. it's not something to be played with we no, shouldn't yeah. be entertaining that speech yeah um i'll yeah. get off my high horse now back, <laughs> on to, back onto pokemon but yeah that that got heavy <laughs> yeah well it always does <laughs> yeah 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 is. um yeah i mean it's everything is everything is complicated and and all over the place and at the end of the day people should be treated like people yeah yeah don't be a dick yeah exactly <laughs> it's like the, the the simplicity of it and yeah. but like you know good on pokemon for in the 90s mm-hmm. doing this yeah like that's kind of really cool um i like that like I said, what what I said about it, I like they didn't play it for humor. I like mm-hmm. that they played it for what it was. It was a cool festival. It yeah. was, you know, um, fun in that sense. I'm disappointed mm-hmm. that it wasn't Hitmonchan and Machamp. Me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> being the two princesses. Um, I, uh, I, yeah, on a kind of final note on the episode in general, before you move on to the next segment, my... I kind of appreciated that they didn't resort to let's make this a beauty contest and mm-hmm. they instead instead said let's make this a Pokemon battle. Yeah, that was kind of really cool. Yeah. Because like immediately when they did the beauty contest of it, I was like, oh. Yeah. But then they skipped over that so quick. Yeah. Um, which was kind of... Yeah. They, like they let it last just long enough for us to see Jesse and Misty in their costumes. Yeah. Which was great. You know, it was it was a cool nod to the culture and to yeah. the tradition that it's based around. And then they said, okay, enough of that. Let's go fight. Yeah. Uh, that was the right choice. 
What did you think of uh, the Ditto commentator? <laughs> I hated him. I hated everything about him. I wanted him to be gone. <laughs> Speaking of making the right choice or the wrong choice, hey, yeah. Will. Hey, Tom. Who's that Pokemon? It's Lickitung. Yeah, it's Lickitung. It's not because... fucking Butterfree. <laughs> Butterfree was like 20 episodes ago. Yeah. And you're bringing it up and it's painful. God damn it. We're not. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're, we're not over grieving. it. <laughs> um, what do you think of Lickitung? I love Lickitung. I know. Yeah. Lickitung is beautiful. Lickitung is ridiculous. <laughs> Lickitung is a perfect Pokemon. Licky Licky, however. Nightmare. Eldritch yeah. Horror. I don't want it. <laughs> Get it away from me. I wish it didn't exist. I wish it never. Like, no. Lickitung should have been the final evolution yeah. of whatever pre, like, you know, pre-form. If you had made Licky Licky half the size of Lickitung, yeah. I would have been into it. Yeah. I as, would have been as, fine as with the it. middle form sure or even a baby yep i'm fine with it oh no i would have liked a a, a tiny one like just a tongue yeah <laughs> it's like it's like it's like a little sphere with tiny stubby arms and legs like all the other baby yeah. pokemon and a tongue draping out yeah yeah it's basically <laughs> ghastly with limbs yeah yeah <laughs> i would have liked the the uh like a ping pong ball right and just like a foot of tongue yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to see if there is a baby Lickitung that's been. Oh, see, this is beautiful. The first Google image search result oh, that comes yeah. up. It's 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 gross, but I love it. <laughs> it looks a lot like a slugma. I see it. I see it. Um, which uh, sorry, I thanks just to gagged a little. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks to debate this for introducing me to slugma and Gudra. Oh yeah. And stuff like that because I did not know they existed. <laughs> and then I listened to that episode where he's like, "It's so slimy." <laughs> like, oh, I need to find out what this thing is. Gudra, like, yeah, not slugma. There we go. I, I thought. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. No, slug- I did it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> slugma is uh, the magma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I've always really loved Lickitung. I mm-hmm. think. Um, Part of it is that one of the first Pokemon games that I put a lot of time into is actually Pokemon Stadium. Mm. Uh, like, Yellow was the first mainstream game I played, but I had Pokemon Stadium as well, and, like, really... Lickitung Sushi. I know, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I... It was... It's, like, I think the best minigame in that, mm-hmm. in that game. And, like, the Wasabi thing, where yeah. if you had something that was too spicy Whoa. for it, it would go running around, was great. And, like, the... Um, just like the way that the score would stack if you had a combo of eating the same mm-hmm. one over and over again led to like so much extra strategy and uh i don't know i'm a person who really likes to eat <laughs> and lickitung is a pokemon that eats everything without shame and i think that you know we've talked about this before like there should be you know body body positivity in pokemon yeah. and lickitung is one of the ones that like is that for me uh, do you think uh lickitung was like made out of a mukbang kind of ideal because mm. um, I know like huh. mukbang has become something completely different sure but it, it, um, oh no, no it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have even existed it maybe not yeah because the, the so for people who don't know um, <laughs> mukbang is a internet phenomenon where people will join into a chat together and eat whilst chatting with their mm-hmm. friends and it stemmed out of a Korean thing where in Korea you would always meet up with friends to go and eat mm. um, and you'd never eat alone and it was always a very sad experience if you did eat alone but 
because people started moving away from their ancestral homes and move into the big cities and stuff like that, they would Skype with their family right. to eat food. Um, and then people would lose those family or, right. or cut ties with the family for whatever reason yeah. and need other people. Right. And so they all met up online and did right. the, these yeah. meals. And, and then the internet kind of got hold into, of it and made yeah. it weird. It became a solo streaming thing where yeah. someone would be like, I'm going to eat you know this meal and stream it to you and you know and then it turned into i'm gonna meet seventeen thousand hamburgers in one sitting well yeah you know <laughs> as it does but yeah no i think uh the the mukbang as a concept didn't appear on the internet until 2009 so long after like a tongue but i do think i mean competitive eating has always been a thing yeah and like people stuffing their faces has always been a yeah. thing so i think there's a there's a proud history worldwide of you know yeah if gene that. simmons was a pokemon He'd be a Lickitung. I was surprised when Lickitung's evolved form came out and didn't have a forked tongue, to be honest. I, that would have been cool. Like, especially with Lickitung being kind of, like, reptile-y. Yeah. Like, I don't really know if I would call it a reptile specifically, but I don't know what else I could call it, you know? Mm. No. Like, it is kind of a lizard. Mm-hmm. Like, I think. <laughs> I don't know. That's... Like, whether I'd... It, the belly is very snake-like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder if they, like, have categorized it as anything like that before. I'm, I'm curious about this. If you were to regional variant Lickitung, Ooh. what region? And then what would you do? Because mm. I've just thought of one. Okay. I think if I was doing... I, I'm going to think about an Alolan variant on it. I thought of an Alolan variant. Okay. I'm seeing it kind of pineapple-themed. I'm seeing mm-hmm. it, like, maybe it has a harder outer shell mm-hmm. with, like, spikes kind of thing. That's kind of cool. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm not thinking of it really changing in any way, just okay. using its tongue as a surfboard. Oh, I like that. That's <laughs> disgusting, and I love it. Oh, that's very good. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm into like it. Like the Raichu. <laughs> like like the Alolan Raichu. Yeah. yeah. Like we could just get rid of Alolan Raichu and exactly. replace it. Yeah. <laughs> replace him with Lickitung. <laughs> I do like that a lot. Um, did you ever use Lickitung in the games? No, I don't think so. Like yeah. normal type. Like, sure. You know, I've got my normal type. Snorlax is my boy. Yeah, that's like, it. It's kind yeah. of, it's not one that people need really. No. But it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a single form and all yeah. this kind of stuff. And then it's not as tanky as Snorlax mm-hmm. or as useful as Chansey. Yeah, it's not as tanky as Chansey even or as Kangaskhan. Like, it, yeah. it really is not useful. No, it's just a design. Yeah. It's a dex filler. Yeah. So. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> it's wholesome. Nope. Not wholesome. It's not wholesome. <laughs> it's not wholesome. <laughs> it's also internet fodder for uh, that screenshot yeah oh god (laughs) yeah it's gross um you know it's not gross getting packs of pokemon cards cards for free sponsors yeah (laughs) uh big shout out to the coin de jouet and agronio mall for uh their ongoing sponsorship with us if um i think this episode comes out in march so their big sale is over but um still hit them up anyway because it's still an awesome store yeah they have a great selection uh Amy, who works there, just told me that they just restocked on, like, a shitload of D&D stuff. So if Ooh. you're into that, check it out. Like, they got books and cards and 
I yeah. think she said some Pathfinder stuff as well. So definitely oh, go check and them out. Pathfinder Second Edition might be out by the time this is released. I so think so maybe go there to check out that yeah. because uh, it's looking to be really good. It's taking like the best bits mm. of um, Fourth Edition. Okay, God help us, um, and the the best bits of Fifth from D&D and then kind of making its own system interesting uh, out of that so it's kind of learning from D&D as right. Pathfinder does because Pathfinder is a better version of 3.5 right um and then making its own system so mm. I'm excited yeah um also if you're into Pathfinder mm. a great podcast called The Glass Cannon okay uh, check those guys out it's hilarious and it's been going forever right so um and it's not the McCoys yeah <laughs> Cool. Um, yeah. So if you if you want, you know, go check out uh, Le Grand Jouet. They were nice enough to give us a bunch of packs of cards. Yeah. So um, we're still equipped for a few more episodes of those. Uh, it's a Sword and Shield TCG pack, which is the newest set, which is mm, exciting. This is a good. Um, I don't think Lickitung is in this, um, but we established last time we opened mm-hmm. a pack from these guys that uh, if we get one of the starters from the Galar region. Uh, or their, you know, evolutionary mm-hmm. line, or Sinistee, Wulu, or Snom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we will do an episode dedicated to it. And we couldn't have made it more, like, easy for us to have to do another bonus episode. <laughs> and yet, last time, it didn't happen. Yeah. Right? So. yeah. It's like trying to dodge a bullet every single time. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're playing Russian roulette here. It's like the Matrix. Uh, that to the back, <laughs> and where's the without actually seeing what's going on here. Do, do, do. I can't find the other rare card. Maybe there just isn't one. Okay, cool. <laughs> so uh, if you play the TCG online, I got a code for you. It's R-B-B-N-T-Z-P-L-G-T-W-X-G. And we'll start off with an energy card. As always, we got a grass energy. Um, they do look cool in this set. They the, do. The energies. I like that extra... <laughs> like flame coming off of it yeah yeah you weren't here in person when we opened the last pack of these so you didn't get to see the uh the art as well uh on that last one um i really like what we've got today we got a ball toy nice uh, <coughs> we have a salandit so far all basic pokemon again again <laughs> <laughs> oh we've got a galarian ponyta that's beautiful oh, that's cool. they're kind of leaning into the sort of cartoon unicorn yeah art uh, I mean, my little pony star. <laughs> Beautiful Minchino. Ooh. Um. Well. Uh. I'm gonna. Did you see the Voltorb in the back of that? Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> it's very cool. Oh, I love that. It's like hiding <laughs> in the Pokeball basket. Um. I guess we're doing an episode on Sobble because uh, we got a Sobble. Sobble. Uh, <laughs> there, there was oh, there a, somebody go. described Sobble really well. Yeah. Um, oh. I'll save it. I'll save it for the bonus episode, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we have a Galarian Linoon, mm-hmm. which is nice. Uh, the Rotom Bike Trainer card. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like the Linoon. <laughs> oh, you know, it's fun. We got a Drizzile as well, which is the oh, nice. first evolved form of uh, Sobble. <laughs> so we really got to do that. Um, the Emo Boy. The uh, the rare card for this one is a Reverse Hollow Seeking, which is... Uh, I love the art on that one. I think it's yeah, very, very, very silly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other card is uh, very cool, full art, holographic, Tapu Coco V. Mm. And I don't know what V means, but it has an attack that does 200 damage. It must be the new like GX yeah. type thing. It's gorgeous. Though. Oh, wow. So that's cool. I don't know what Tapu Coco is doing in a 
in a gallery themed one. Yeah. But it's beautiful. I'm into it. Yeah. And we're going to do an episode on Sobble. I like the lightning on it. And yeah, Sobble. So yeah. Team Sobble. Did yeah. uh, did you use Sobble in... Uh... No, you used Grookey, right? I used Grookey and then regretted it for the majority of the thing. But <laughs> I Sobble think is my went favorite. With Sobble, so maybe we'll see if Teffer wants to guest on that one. I think Sobble became my favorite when yeah. I started looking at um, the design. Right. Like, when I thought more about why... Uh, each of those characters existed being the music of the UK, the sport of the UK, and the literacy forward slash movies of the UK Yeah, just leading into the episode Um, Yeah, no, that's it, I I had a similar uh, for, uh, actually I came to the same conclusion as you about Sobble being great Mm -hmm. ultimately, but for different reasons so that'll be fun, we'll be able to go into that uh, we'll keep an eye out for that, and we're uh, teasing them like yeah. majorly. <laughs> and I think next week's episode is the Meowth origin story, which I, yeah, so excited. I know, me too. It's like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite episodes. If I didn't have to go make dinner, like for <laughs> for you listening, it's whatever time it is for you. But for me, it is six thirty. So <laughs> I know. <it's, laughs> I wish we had time to do another one tonight so we could get that one out. But uh, my wife has been like messaging me because <laughs> she's sitting at home alone, uh-huh. and I'm like, I I said to Tom like when he was like, oh, it might be a uh, meal origin story. I'm like, um, sorry, Amanda, but I'm really down. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. That that'll just incentivize us to meet up sooner and uh, record that episode. Exactly. All right, let's get out of here and go feed our our families. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank- thanks for listening to Blasting Off again. If you like the show, leave us a review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts and share this episode with a friend. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Blasting Off again, and you'll get access to live commentary tracks for every episode, most of them, <laughs> as well as a bunch of other sweet perks. Our theme music is by Jamie Metivier, and our cover art is by Emily Royal. We're proud to be part of the Upfront Network. Find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com. We're blasting off again. Ding! If you're someone who interacts with kids, you're probably familiar with moments of being asked questions you're just not equipped to answer. Whether it's the old favorite, where do babies come from, or the nuances of discrimination, Rad Child Podcast has your back. Each episode, your host, Seth Day, leads a discussion about topics like race, disability, loss, gender, sexuality, and so much more. Our goal is to give grown-ups the tools to talk to kids about almost anything. So come give a listen. Rad Child Podcast, helping to raise a generation of open, compassionate, rad kids. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about anywhere else. I'm Teffer. I'm Caddy. And I'm Hannah. And we are the Yeah Podcast. Join us as we dig into young adult literature, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what YA Lit can teach us at any age. Discover the world of YA Lit through exclusive author interviews, book reviews, genres, smackdowns, and more. The Yeah Podcast, available through the Upford Network on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club, and you're invited. Yeah! Yeah!